Hello, hello, and welcome to episode four. I hope that you have been enjoying the episode so far. It's been so much fun to get on here. I'm starting to get the swing of it. I am going to talk about radical responsibility in this episode and how it affects us in life and how we can really use it to be the be in our own power with our life, I think is how I want to word that. I have been trying to really work out how I can best explain this. And I think through a lot of my own experiences, I'll be able to really allow you to understand how you can become radically responsible of your life. It's a really interesting concept because I think in this day and age, we are so privy to giving our power away. And I think now is really the time. And astrologically, energetically, it's all pointing back to us, taking back and claiming our sovereignty and really being radically responsible for our lives. Now, before I jump into that, I have a favor to ask. If you have not already rated and reviewed this podcast, I would absolutely love it if you could jump on. Takes two seconds. I don't even care if you write something that is whatever. (laughs) Just honest opinions would be amazing. But rate and review and you can just log that in your favorite podcasting app, whichever you're listening to me now in your little ear holes. So that would be absolutely fan-freaking-tastic if you could do that. And yeah, it's just going to help me grow and help me impact others. Because if you like this, the other thing you can do is share it too. Share it to someone who you think needs to hear this today. I envision that this podcast is going to be a little bit of one week it will be an astrological update and the next week it'll be more around mindset and energetics and all the fun things like that. So I know everyone says like you start a podcast, it needs to be structured, it needs to be planned and I have a loose, semi-loose structure. However, I'm really in the this part of my life where I'm really just being intuitively guided and yes, that can only get you so far. And I guess when I bring in my masculine structures of, okay, this is happening every week and I don't know sometimes what I'm going to say each week, but I know the words will find me and I will get the words out to the people. So I'm trusting that that will always happen and it does and it has. And as I record this on a Saturday night at approximately 9.23pm, I have just really committed to myself on this podcast and committing to releasing new episodes every Monday. And so that might mean, yeah, I'm going to be sitting in my walk-in wardrobe on a Saturday night. So I hope that you can appreciate the time and effort that goes into these podcasts. Now, uh, that was a little bit of a ramble and, you know, that's just who I am. I am a bit of a rambler, so, you know, I will try and keep myself on track. But let's actually get into a radical responsibility. So when I think of being radically responsible, I the first thing that comes to my mind is that we are literally the creators of our own life. We are the creators of our own reality. And no matter whether we've made good choices, bad choices, if things have happened to us, whatever it might be, 
at the end of the day, we have to be radically responsible for where our lives are at right now and where our lives are going. Because you might think, I didn't ask for this bad thing to happen, but at the end of the day, you kind of did because (laughs) you are actually more in control of your life than you might think. And it's really, really interesting because when we start to take that power back, we realize how much we can actually flow with life. And we ultimately chose a lot of the lessons that we have been going through, that we are learning. And I'm a very big firm believer that we have to have this radical responsibility of our own lives and actually accept the fact that, okay, I'm here and the only person that got me here is fucking me. And guess what? Nobody else did that for you. You might want to be in victim and try and blame other people because X, Y, Z, I grew up with this condition. I grew up being poor. I grew up with whatever, name your whatever insert here, (laughs) you know, excuse. But at the end of the day, you chose that, whether or not you like it. And some, that can be quite a hard pill to swallow. And as I was starting to unravel and work with this radical responsibility, I kind of was like, fuck, this is nobody else's fault but my own. And it's been really interesting to now navigate every, you know, different aspect of life and just being fully responsible and just owning it. You know, when things fuck up, own it. When things go really well, own it. (laughs) When something really shit happens to you, own it. (laughs) It's, um... Yeah, like we are ultimately so responsible for everything that happens to our lives. And, you know, obviously, if I look at this from a higher perspective in terms of this will be through obviously the lens of my beliefs. However, I believe that we are here as souls having a human experience and our souls have pre-signed contracts, which is what I read as astrology charts, right? Now, These contracts tell us that we're going to have X, Y, Z throughout life. These are the lessons we're going to learn. This is what we signed up for. That's what I believe in. Okay, so already from that moment of us as souls signing up to be a human, you know, we are ultimately responsible for that. And that carries through the whole way through life. Now, we have choices. We are, as uh, human beings, we have choices and we have free will. And with that, we can either decide to deflect and not take responsibility for our lives and where we're at, or we can be in, I don't know if I said that right. Um, So we can either be in like victimhood and not take responsibility and be, you know, why does this happen to me? Poor me, poor me, everything bad happens, blah, blah, blah. Or we can be fully responsible and say, okay, this is happening and I chose this and I am responsible for this. And the moment we accept and take responsibility is such a powerful thing because once you do that, you then have the power to change it. Whereas if you are playing from that victim or that, I guess it really is just victimhood, you then feel like you've got to blame other people and you lose your power. You don't have the power to then go, okay, I didn't do this, so so so-and-so needs to fix this for me. And you're waiting for someone to come and save you. Now, I've definitely throughout my life been into that victimhood mentality and I'm sure we all go through experiences of that. 
And, you know, for quite a while, I was literally thinking someone was coming to save me. Someone was going to, you know, just make life happen for me and, you know, make me rich and do this, do that. Like, I honestly, at one point, thought that that would happen. (laughs) But the truth is, it doesn't. And when I started to really feel into this radical responsibility, I was like, fuck, this is actually me and my life and no one is coming to save me. (laughs) Fucking newsflash, no one is coming to save you either. So sorry to be the bearer of bad news if you've been waiting for someone to come and fucking save you and help you and say, oh, poor you. Oh, you've had it so rough. Oh, you know, they're not fucking coming, okay? (laughs) The only person that can do that is you. So One, the moment that you accept that, you then take your power back and you are then ready to change, okay? Now, I can explain to you a few ways in which this has played out in my life. And when I really started to own this radical responsibility, and I'm by no means perfect at this and I'm still unraveling it and working with this as we go, but I would say that I really started to understand this concept when you know, just more more recently, really, within the last uh, six to seven months, actually, it's probably a little bit longer, maybe the last 12 months, where I decided that with my birth of Daisy, um, obviously, she is seven months old now. So as I was, you know, pregnant and deciding what I was going to do for my birth and all of the things, I decided that I would like to free birth. Now, not many people actually understand and or know what a free birth is. So a free birth is where you birth your child without any medical assistance, without midwives, without doctors, without anyone. Um, And I mean, not necessarily without anyone, without anyone medically trained. So I, for my birth, decided that I would like to have a doula. Um, And a doula is a wonderful support person who is just like your cheerleader, really. And, you know, I had the the best doula, Rosie, and she supported both Jake and myself, and it was just like a fantastic experience. And I also had my mum there. And so we decided that it was going to be, you know, beautiful home birth. We'd had all the birth pools set up, all of the things. And the moment that I decided that that was how I was going to birth, I had to really look myself deeply, like, into my soul and acknowledge the fact that I am completely responsible if something bad happens. If something, as in, you know, you hear stories of mothers dying in birth and babies dying in birth and all of the things. So in that moment that I decided to choose to free birth, I had to radically accept and be radically responsible for every possible outcome because that was ultimately my choice. Now, the way I saw this was I was looking at it from a way higher perspective and I was like, look, no matter where I am, what environment, whatever it is, I believe that everything is predestined if for whatever reason, if I was meant to die in childbirth, I would die, whether it's in hospital, at home, whatever. And same thing goes like if my child was meant to um, not make it and it was meant to die, like this is kind of sounds morbid, I know. But when you really start to look at things from this higher spiritual perspective... Um, I had to be okay with the fact that that could be a potential outcome and that, yeah, if that was to happen, that I would be completely responsible and I would own that if that was to happen. Now, 
Um, I think that is what you ultimately, like, that is obviously a very, um, <laughs> to share that, that's obviously a very um, extreme measure of radical responsibility. But that ultimately is how I view life now. I view it as if, like, you know, if something's going to happen, it's going to fucking happen. It doesn't matter. Like, you can't control the outcomes of fate or what your soul signed up for. I've basically surrendered to that fact. And obviously, you know, like, you, you still have to play. You can't just say everything is predetermined in fate. Like, there's obviously still free will and you still have to take action. Like, that make sure that you're not just understanding that I'm just saying like, oh, it's all predetermined and I don't have to do fucking anything because it's all predetermined. Like, no, there does have to be inspired action taken along the way too. So let us not forget about that. But to get to that point of being totally okay with whatever outcome is to be, to surrender. So as you start to take radical responsibility, you have to surrender to the fact that, you know, you can't sometimes control every moment in every situation. And again, I've mentioned it before and I'll mention it again. I'm a recovering control freak. So this was quite challenging for me to, you know, be in this position of deciding to free birth and then knowing that I obviously can't control what happens. I mean, to an extent, yeah, sure. But overall, like when it comes to a bigger thing, when it's someone else's life, like, you know, the, the birth of my child, um, it ultimately is not my in my control anymore. And I surrendered fully to the fact that, yeah, okay, that could happen, that could happen, that could happen, or I could have the most beautiful fucking blissful experience of my life. And let me tell you, I did have the most beautiful fucking blissful experience of my life. And yeah, I, again, just like from taking that radical responsibility, that was the result. Now, obviously, there's times in your life where things don't go that way and you have to be okay with that fact. So, you know, I guess it would like if I'm really unpacking this, like, obviously, if things went pear-shaped and, you know, something happened to my baby, like Daisy, um, obviously, I'd be distraught and devastated. However, I would have to come to that place and being okay with it because I chose it, you know? So... That is a little bit of background to this and where this sort of stems from. And that's where I really started to understand and learn this um, radical responsibility. Now, when it comes to you and your life, I question you. I question you. <laughs> I ask you. <laughs> oh, sometimes I my words come out funny. Um, I ask you this. Right now in this moment... Are you being radically responsible for your life? Are you being okay with the fact that everything up until now has been 100% on you? You have created that. And are you okay to to take that responsibility and say, yeah, okay, I'm in a shit place right now, but ultimately I created that. You know, a lot of people are in really shit dark places, whether it be their health, whether it be you know, their circumstances, whatever it might be, a lot of people don't think that they got themselves there. And newsflash, if you don't take that power back, you will never get out of that situation. So if you're currently thinking and reviewing your life and thinking like, hey, you know, I'm not really 100% happy with where I am or, you know, I am, what am I, what's the word here? 
I, yeah, so you're like, you're not happy with your current circumstances or you could be like, you know, I'm really sick and I'm really ill and, you know, it's not my fault. But yes, darling, it is your fault. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but that is who I am and what I'm here for. I will tell and share my truth. Um, <laughs> and sometimes it can be a bit brutal to take, but yeah, taking that responsibility is a hard pill to swallow. And this comes back to so many different things, like whether it is your health and, you know, saying, like, I've, I've got so many different examples here and this kind of ties into a lot of other things as well. But for instance, if we're looking at um, our family history and genetics, now this ties into so many different things too. So I'm just just dropped in to, to mention this. So for instance, my family have a massive history of heart disease and heart attacks and, you know, very big cardiovascular risk factors um, within my family. Now I am a 30 year old female and I have never ever decided to take that on board as in I'm going to live that and accepting that that is my reality, that you know, I am predisposed to heart disease or whatever that might be. Now, the reason that I've been that way is because I decided to take radical responsibility of my health. <laughs> and health is one of my number one values. And I think when it comes to things like that, being radically responsible is me saying, I'm taking my power back and I have the power to change this. I am not being victim to that set thing because that's apparently my family history. So, you know, you can come to play with things like that. And it's a really, really fun thing to play with. It also is the thing when you want to create change and you go, okay, I am currently not really loving where I'm at in life right now. Now, we can ultimately go, okay, I created this, I'm ready to change it. And it's as simple as that. Sometimes we overcomplicate everything. It really doesn't have to be overcomplicated at times. You know, we really can just come back to simplicity. Oh, pardon me. I just did a burp. <laughs> um, I hope that didn't come through on the, the mic. But uh, anyways, I, again, with these podcasts, am very, very raw, very real. I'm a bit of a one-take wonder. Um, I literally will press record and just let it all flow out. To be honest, I actually, with all of these podcasts so far, I haven't taken any notes. I've literally just sat in my walk-in wardrobe and just let the words come out. So you really are just getting a pretty um, unfiltered version of me, <laughs> uh, very unscripted, very much uh, flying by the seat of my pants here. Um, that's if I'm wearing pants. <laughs> Jokes, I am. I am. <laughs> yes, I find myself funny at times. So that is radical responsibility. So I question you this. Again, I don't know why I say I question you. <laughs> I ask you. I ask you this. Where in your life are you taking radical responsibility? Are you being fully all-encompassing for all areas of your life or are there some areas that you're really good at taking full responsibility and then maybe some other areas that you kind of haven't either looked at or you're like, oh, actually, perhaps that's something I could look into and take a little bit more responsibility back. And 
I think the more that we step into taking responsibility for our own actions and not putting our power away to others to do that for us, the world is ultimately going to be a much better place. I, oh, that's the other thing. Like, as I go through, all these things just drop in and it's like, ah, mention this. So same thing is like when we go to, and this is like my pet peeve and people who know me quite closely <laughs> um, will be like, oh yes, here we go. Em. Here, here she goes. Um, when it comes to the medical industry, for instance, um, and not like, I guess I'll just, yeah, umbrella term, the medical industry. We, when we're sick, right, we go to a doctor Now, ultimately, to me, sometimes even just going to a doctor is actually handing your power away. However, there can still be ways around this to make it empowering and taking responsibility back from your health. Because obviously there's things you you need to know. But for some people, they'll go to the doctor and the doctor will say, oh, yes, okay, X, Y, Z, you know, you've got this, take this, that'll fix this. And then off you go, you go, okay, doctor said this, do that. Now, that's all well and good if that feels good for you internally, as in your intuition says, yep, okay, agree with that. Or you can go to a doctor and say like, okay, these are my concerns. And they might say, yep, this could be potential things. And then you can kind of just see how that sits within you and go, okay, do I really need to action anything further? How am I feeling? And having that conversation with your body. Because there's been multiple times where, and again, doctors are human and they make mistakes and At the end of the day, they just want to try and fix problems in a quick matter of time. You know, I know that doctors have generally got a good heart because they want to help people, right? But in that consult time, sometimes of like five or 10 minutes or whatever it is, they just want to try and come up with a solution. And it's pretty fucking hard to come up with a solution for something that maybe has been going on for 20 or 30 years for some people with chronic health conditions. Yet that solution just turns out to be, okay, I'll write this on a piece of paper and give you a script and that'll fix you. Goodbye. Um, So that's, yeah, that is for me giving your power away sometimes. And I hope that I've kind of explained that well, because it really is one of those things where you should ultimately know if something doesn't feel right, you probably should honor that. Um, I'll give you an example as well. When Charlie was, I don't know, maybe 18 months old, he went through this period where he was just so sick for so long, like for months, like pretty much the whole of the winter. He was just so unwell. And he had this terrible cough that just like would not go away. He um, had a couple of instances where he was like, you know, breaking out in fever and like really unwell. And so during these times, oh, and he had like a little bit of a rash and like a bit eczema Well, I don't even know if it was eczema, but anyway, I'll get to that. And so I took him to one doctor. And one doctor looks at him and goes, mur, mur, mur. okay, yep, um, it's a throat infection. Here's some antibiotics. And I was like, okay, that's not, I don't really think that's the case. Um, but okay, thank you for checking out for my child. Like, okay, nothing is, you know, he's not dying. <laughs> Um, whatever else. And he kind of just did like a quick little look and like, yeah, maybe, okay, dumb. Um, so I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that, but thanks. Um, and then this was also, I didn't actually have a doctor that I actually liked at this point. So I was sort of doctor shopping (laughs) as you do. Um, and then the next doctor I go to, um, tells me something else, a different diagnosis. And this is all within a week, right? So I saw three doctors all within the same week. And then he told me, um, well, actually, no, it's, um, your child has a, what is it? 
the exercise asthma. Um, I haven't quite got the words for it. Uh, oh, what was it? Anyways, it's like whatever the exercise asthma equivalent thing is. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, apparently it's the one that only comes on with stresses and things. And then he said it was sort of something like a post-viral asthmatic cough or, so- or something along the lines of that. Anyways, does not really matter. And then he was like, and he's also got eczema. Um, so, you know, I'll write you a script for Ventolin so you can go get him on the Ventolin and some corticosteroids to settle that down. And um, here's this uh, steroid cream for the eczema. And I was like, um, okay, I'm pretty sure that that's not the case. And I'm not going to give my child Ventolin and do that straight away, just off the bat of you just having a quick little look. So I didn't do that. <laughs> Also, um, I don't know if you can see this in coming through the podcast, but um, I sometimes don't really do well with authority, <laughs> hence my name, M's Authority. Um, I mean, like, I mean that in the nicest possible way, but I, I just don't like giving my power away to others sometimes, and I just guess I have a good feel on what I think is right, and you know, your mother's intuition and all of these things come into play. So anyways, back to where we are. So the doctor, the second doctor tells me it's that. Now I go to a third doctor and he goes, oh, okay, so let's actually test you for X, well, not me, test Charlie for X, Y, Z. We could be potentially whooping cough, um, but let's actually do a swap. And I was like, okay, this doctor's probably been the best one so far who's actually willing to do any further testing and not just pulled out some fucking diagnosis from his asshole. <laughs> Excuse my language. But seriously, and so I'm like, all right, cool, that'll be great. Um, you know, thanks for understanding. And then he goes, you know, I would still write this um, script, and you know, we'll get the results. This is a Friday by this point, and he's like, you'll get the results on Monday, but take the antibiotics um, script, and you know, if it is whooping cough or whatever, then you can, um, you know, get the antibiotics, and that'll be great. Anyway, so I was sort of like stewing over the weekend, you know, Charlie was still pretty sick by this point and I was like, oh, what do I do? And everything within me was just like, just hold off. Like, he's okay. You know, he was feeding, still was on the boob, like he was hydrated. Everything was fine. Yes, he had a fever. Yes, he was coughing. But like, other than that, he was fine. And so, you know, I really went into this point of like, just this deep trust that everything would be okay and, you know, we'd get these results on Monday. And uh, for those of you who don't know, um, if you try and treat a viral infection with antibiotics, um, it actually does nothing. <laughs> That's how we have antibiotic resistance. And obviously they're good if you have a bacterial infection, Um so that's what we tested for. And when the results came back, it just came back as a viral infection. And I was like, okay, great. So I'm so glad that I listened to everything and I didn't give antibiotics and I just trusted with what I knew was right. And then, yeah, the moral of this story <laughs> is that I took responsibility for my my child's health. I then also took responsibility for doing other researchers, researchers, other research in finding what felt best, you know, alongside trusting my intuition and things like that. And ultimately, in the end, had I have listened to some of what these doctors were prescribing and saying and doing, it wouldn't have done anything because it was a viral infection in the end. And it wasn't asthma and it wasn't eczema. Um, yes, he sort of did have a little bit of an eczema rash, but all we literally changed was I just gave up dairy and he went off dairy and it cleared up immediately. Um, so 
yeah, basically like just taking that power back to be like, you actually can heal your body and you can help heal others. And that we don't need to just rely on these people telling us what what to do because ultimately we know our bodies best we know um, as a mother our children and our children's bodies these doctors you know and again I feel like I don't want this to like this is um you know not I'm not bagging doctors you know they I know that there are so many doctors who generally are doing it for the right reasons and they just may not be um aware of you know sometimes how like I, I look I don't want to get into that but you know I I know that it, like we obviously need doctors like I'm not saying we don't need doctors um you know for things like trauma and things like that they're fucking amazing and I'm so grateful that we have them but um yeah like when it comes to things like with chronic health conditions and the healthcare system in that aspect um yeah there definitely needs to be a bit of an overhaul with that but Again, that comes back to us as a society. We've given our power away. We think that these magical drugs and things are going to fix us when really we can actually fix and heal ourselves if we take radical responsibility. One, whether it's through diet and exercise, whether it's actually through doing some um, energetic work, whether it's something emotional in your body, feeling emotions or not feeling emotions. There is so much to it and you have to understand that we are human beings, but we're also souls within those human beings and we're multifaceted and quite complex beings. And there's a lot going on. Now, this episode kind of took a bit of a turn. I didn't really think we'd go here, but um, we did. And you're starting to understand around a little bit more about me and how I kind of view the world um, and, you know, my stance around the medical system and things like that. Um, But I hope that this kind of lands for you and, you know, makes you start to question things um, in taking responsibility of your own life. I feel like, yeah, this this can get quite a controversial topic, obviously. Um, And, you know, I'm just sharing what I believe to be true and my experiences. So, um, yeah, and... I sometimes I feel like too I am very brutally honest and sometimes I just um speak and then don't think how that might land so I am quite blunt so I apologize if this is offensive to people who are heavily reliant upon the medical system too you know um everyone at the end of the day like I do understand everyone is just doing the best that they can with what they've got but if this can help somebody I really hope that it can, and I hope that it can help you and give you your power back and really help you to get to the get to the life. You know, live the life that you want to live. Have the health that you want to have because ultimately it is up to you. Nobody else. It is up to you. My friend, you must take radical responsibility. Now, I think I might leave it here. Um, and... Yeah, I hope that this has given you some insight into being a sovereign being and you'll start to see this play out within our um, astrological events that are playing out. It will be very interesting to see how many people start to, you know, start to rethink things and maybe go, oh, actually, yeah, I have been giving my power away and it's time I take it back and take this responsibility back into my hands. 
So I'm going to love you and leave you with that. I hope that you all have the most wonderful day and yeah, own your power, own your responsibility. All of my love to you, beautifuls. Mwah.